Hey, 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 this is Ty, the Family Made Mom. I am coming to you today, and we're talking about help. My family is overweight. Oh, my goodness, it's such a sensitive topic, and today I want to tap dance on that topic. I have uh, also included a blog today um, just in regards to being overweight and what you can do. Um, Just to be transparent, I am overweight. Not like it's a great thing. I'm not saying like, oh, being overweight is really great. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is that we go through times and seasons in our lives where we may pick up an extra few pounds. What I'm really wanting to get into not only is those extra few pounds, but it's the mindset, the behavior, and also obesity, I want to talk about what that is. When we talk about being overweight, being overweight is simply put, it's when you have more body mass or body fat than what you should based on your body mass index. Now, that's a great calculation, and we're not going to go into that because some of us just aren't that great at math, and neither am I. So what we will talk about is, man, we gained some weight. Or maybe your family is overweight. Or maybe one person in your family is overweight. Guess what I found out? One in three adults are overweight. And one in six children are obese or overweight. So um, that's a scary number. When we think about it, that's like looking at it and saying at least, say you got three people in your home, right? Or say you have five people in your home, or like me, you got seven. Two people might be overweight. One adult, one child. Yikes and spikes. When we think about that, what does it put us in the mindset of? When I think about an overweight child or an overweight family, I think of, or an overweight adult, I think of our mindsets, our behaviors, what is going on in our mind? How are we feeling? How are we thinking? What is it that we are doing and why? Normally when we get into the habit of losing weight, you know what happens? We also start losing old dead mindsets. And a lot of times our eating habits are connected to stress or some sorts of uh, uh, a lot of people like if they have some issues with their thyroids, it may cause them to gain weight or to bloat up and things like that. I wanted to address those families who because of inactivity too much time spent on their phones, not enough time spent moving around or doing anything, uh, no family time. No love in the home. Nobody to talk to and really discuss what's going on with you and your body. Well, here's a few things that happens when we get into that kind of living situation. We already talked about being open in a home and how important it is just to be open and be able to listen to one another and hear one another out and be able to have that outlet in that safe environment at home where I can tell you how I'm feeling. Even if it's about my weight, I can express to you and say, hey, my weight has really got me down. Can you help? What, what is there some things that we can what are some things that we can do to help one another? What is making you or your family overweight?
Is it finances? Is it stress? Was it the pandemic? The pandemic, I know when I got into that pandemic and all that cooking and ugh, it was a good 25, 30 pounds I had put on. And that hurt. I was like, sheesh, my body's not moving the way it used to. I'm not thinking as clear and as quick and as, you know, it, things just weren't lining up. You know, I'm a certified Pilates trainer. I have a doctorate degree in naturopathy, so I know what to do. I know how to do it. But I had lost motivation. I was eating things that was clearly outside of my norm. I had never cooked so many pancakes and fried potatoes in my life. But I was I was trying to make do with this pandemic environment. Well, we can't go out to eat. Let me cook you something. I'm cooking three meals a day. And, you know, when you cook, sometimes you're liable to snack right along with it. And it was becoming a lot. It was becoming too much, to be honest. And it wasn't a good look. It wasn't a good feel. But not only that, now because I'm so immobile, now here's my kids. I'm I'm giving them more screen time. Oh, just watch TV, honey. Oh, yeah, you don't need to do that. Oh, uh, let's find a game to play inside. Oh, I'm really tired. Maybe another day. Okay, I'll take you. When I get home, I'm going straight to bed. Oh, I don't feel like cooking. Let's go out to eat. Does any of this sound familiar? Or do you have a child who, because of your work schedule, they're home by themselves, so now they're eating house and home because they don't know what to do. I don't know how to cook like you. Or maybe I do, but hey, this is my chance to do what I want to do. So they're creating an unhealthy environment. Maybe you have a child that drives and works. Well, they might work at a fast food restaurant and ta-da, now they have 20 to 30 pounds on them. As if they haven't smelled enough fries and eaten enough hamburgers, now that thing is taking a hold of them and they're eating that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I don't know if you remember this or not, but when I was younger, I ate some weird stuff. So it wasn't, you know, I ate like a rabbit. I was always very healthy and very cognizant of what I should be eating, how I should be eating. But as I got older, uh, things started getting a little tricky. Yes, I was healthy, but those sweet treats, oh, they got a hold on me. And then Wendy's had this mushroom uh, bacon melt sandwich uh, cheeseburger. Oh, my goodness. Every day after track practice, I ate this. Every day. Matter of fact, my first job was Wendy's. Huh? So I was eating and sampling, eating and sampling. But thank God for track because track balanced me out. You know, only thing I can say is I really didn't drink a lot of water. So now I'm like really cognizant of that. But when you think of a family that is overweight, I want you to just picture that for just a moment. An overweight family. And if that's your family, I want you to look at your family. From morning to noon to night. What is going on in a family that's overweight? I'm not talking about just one person. I'm talking about multiple persons. Multiple people, if not all of the people in the home are overweight. Why? 
Most parents can say my work schedule. I just don't have time to get all this food together. By the time I come home, I'm exhausted after working. Sometimes my day has been so stressful. And then I don't even know what to eat. I don't even know how to get this meal together for my family. What am I supposed to do? And then, God forbid, if you have picky eaters in a home, because if you have picky eaters in a home, then everybody wants something different. And who has time for that? So really what it takes when you look at this overweight home or if you look at your overweight self or your overweight child, guess where it's going to start? It's going to start not only I know some of you say it starts in your mind, but it also starts in your pantry, in your refrigerator, in your cabinets. What can you see when you close your eyes and look at your pantry? Close your eyes, look and look at your refrigerator. Close your eyes and look at your cabinets. Now we're going to go another step. Look at your couch. Are you in a bed a lot? Is this family in the bed a lot? Are they sitting a lot? Sometimes you might not even be watching TV, but you're just sitting. Well, what happens to our metabolism when we customize, when we uh, get ourselves used to just sitting? Well, our metabolism slows down. Things just don't function like they should. And guess what? Because I'm sitting all day, now I got flat bun cheeks. And nine times out of ten, you got a big stomach. You're probably sipping on a pop or something to keep you awake during the day because you have low energy. You might be someone who is forgetting things or having trouble. You're having to write things down more than what you used to. If this is a child or a young child, you might see them just not doing things the way that they should. Everything is about a meal and a drink for them. They don't want to go out inside and play, or if they do, they're winded, they're breathy. Breathing extremely hard. After just running outside for just a second to go catch up with a friend, they're already huffing and puffing. You've seen it, I've seen it. Huh. Let me, I, listen, I was doing high knees in my bedroom and I was doing a, it was supposed to be a one minute high knee session and, um, 15, 20 seconds in, I tapped out. I tapped back in for another 10 seconds, but it was only 10. So that's 25 seconds that I was able to do high knees. Come on. And some of you are like, that's good. I wouldn't have been able to do a high knee at all. Well, okay. Everybody starts somewhere. And my weight has fluctuated so much, but I'll be honest. I didn't gain my weight from my kids. I gained it after. My kids saw me pretty much healthy through each and every pregnancy and after. It was not until I stopped having children that I gained the weight that I have now. And it was so discouraging because it was like, oh, okay, now, 
you weigh this okay now you weigh this oh oof now you weigh this and at one point I was almost to 190 and I just was like oh my goodness now I'm five three and a half um small body frame so 190 for me is too too much too too much and actually when I hit 170 I could really feel myself slowing down and I wasn't tired yet because when you get sick and tired you begin to change things but for me I was just trying to I was trying to cope with it and my coping met I, I wanted everybody to tell me that I was still small in reality I knew I wasn't while I was waiting on them to say I was small I was telling myself you're not stop it ma'am you are not a size two ma'am excuse me please stop trying to fit into that size six do you not see that everything is hanging out including your bottom Yes, stuff just was not fitting from the top to the bottom, not the shirt, not the bra, not the unders, nothing. And I was determined in my mind that I was not going to get a bigger size. But guess what? Ma'am, you don't have to get a bigger size. You're not gaining momentum. You're gaining more mass. What are you going to do? So we've looked in our cabinets. We looked at what we're eating, how often we're eating. We looked at the excuses that we're making. And we're sitting down and we're saying, what can we do to change? A lot of people think that it costs so much more to eat healthy. And I'll stop you right there. It actually costs you more physically, mentally, and financially and spiritually to eat unhealthy physically your body pays for it all that bacteria your body's inability to fight off diseases we already talked about the brain fog that we already talked about the fact that you can't uh you know you don't have any energy your metabolism is shot What about the aches and the pains from all of the weight? You can't move as fast as you used to. And what about being uncomfortable in all that extra skin? Then we go into the mental portion. Goodness gracious. What am I taking off of myself because I'm not doing what I should some of you say well I work hard well after you get done working what do you freeze your brain because when we're putting in intellectual things into our mind guess what we make ourselves aware that we are better than our situation some of us might be at the point where we are avoiding the obvious where we're saying listen I don't read things about my body because I don't want to address my body okay so you're in the avoidance stage you don't even want to admit that there's a problem I've been there I tried to dress my problem up I tried to make myself look real good in the hood because I did not want anybody to see that I was gaining weight well ma'am your arms are barely fitting in that shirt. 
When I say I would put on them little bitty jackets and my arms would be like, help me, help me. I could barely breathe. I don't want to talk about what I was doing in the pants area. I could not breathe. Talking about think straight, I was trying to get a breath. Don't let me have to walk up no stairs and I'll be thinking like, please don't let a button pop. Please don't let a button pop. Please don't let a button pop. Then you go to sit down and you didn't squeeze into this shirt. And then here everything's just hanging all over. And you trying to, you know, wiggle around in your seat so can't nobody see you unbutton your pants to get a little relief. If we as adults feel like that, how do our children feel? What is it that we are allowing our children to do to themselves? That's a hard pill to swallow. What am I allowing you to do to yourself? All the pop, all the drinks, all the dyes in the drinks. It's not helping. All the sugar, all the salt. All that un, all that processed food, woof. What am I doing to my family? We talk about how much we love our children. How much do we love them if we're putting all that mess into ourselves and them? I know a lot of parents will say, I don't eat that stuff. That's what my kids eat. Well, if you know not to eat it, why do you allow your kids to eat it? Well, shh, that's all they're going to eat. Well, change the dynamic. When you get hungry enough, you're going to eat what you told to eat. And not even what you told to eat. You're going to start making healthier choices. When you see that this is becoming the norm, you'll make healthier choices. Well, they don't like that. They don't like this. Well, that's a good point. Because after you've looked in your cabinets, you've looked in your refrigerator, you've looked in your pantry, now you have to sit down and have the conversation with the family. Maybe it's just you and one child. Great. Sit down and have a talk. Makes it easier. Only two people. The talk should include the state of the family. What it's doing to you all. And bring up real live examples. You know, I was watching this or I was going through this and then I noticed that so-and-so was going through this as well. Begin to address all of the issues that you are seeing that are at hand. And as you're addressing these issues, now you're going to be able to see that, listen, not only are we having all of these issues, but also look at our health, look at our family. Yeah, you may go out to eat together, but that's about all y'all doing. Not able to have a lot of fun because everybody's overweight trying to make it. Who said you had to be skinny? Ain't nobody talking about that. I don't want to be skinny. I've already been skinny. It was great while it lasted. And when I got thicker than a snicker, I said, oh, I like this part. Now, I don't like this fat back and I don't like this roll on my stomach. But I do like the fact that for the first time in my whole entire life, I have hips. And for the first time in my life, I got some thighs, y'all. <laughs> I got some thighs. All right. You know, it felt good. But listen, you know what you want your body to look like. And I'll ask you to make that thought reasonable. Make it a reasonable thought. 
Don't just look at something that you saw on TV and say, I want to look like that. When you're having this family talk, get real with each other. What do you want to look like? And then have somebody writing it down and then forming a line of accountability. A log of accountability, rather. This log of accountability says, listen, this is what we are committing to as a family. And then begin your planning. Do your meal plan. What are your meals going to look like for the week? What is the family budget? Now, we're not going over this amount. Talk about the proportions. Talk about the fact that you understand and know that it's not going to be easy. But with you all doing it together, you can do it. Talk about how there will be times when, yes, there will be times when we can, you know, uh, have this and have that. But for the most part, we are doing this on a regular basis. You know, every weekend, maybe on a Saturday in the uh, afternoon before your last meal, maybe you all go out for ice cream or maybe you have uh, make a cake and you all eat the cake. But the cake is small enough to where you have that one portion and it's done. That's it. We had our fun as a family, we enjoyed it. Or when you went out with your friends or your girlfriends or whatever, or your, you know, your husband goes out with his guys or, you know, whatever. But you have that one time. Or you make up an amount that's not excessive. One to two times, two out of the week is good. Some people say, I eat what I want every day. I don't limit myself. and Make it reasonable for you. If you're someone that has to have strict limits because you know if you give yourself an inch, you'll take 10 miles, then set the limits. And don't beat yourself up when you go over the limit. Just go back to the log and keep yourself accountable. Doing things as a family is beautiful because it establishes a few things. It establishes a safety zone. I know that in my family, I can talk to them. Not only am I going to be able to talk to them about my weight loss, how I feel about myself. That's important too. Because remember, we talked about that in the beginning. When I'm losing weight, I'm not just losing weight. I'm not losing just my physical weight. I'm losing those mental weights. I'm losing those emotional weights. And I'm doing it as a family, so we're all talking about it. And maybe it's just that one person that's overweight, but the family's committing together. And the family can talk about, you know what? Here's what I've been going through. And that way he has an understanding that, listen, just because you're, you're losing your weight, it doesn't mean that you won't have problems. Now the family is learning how to self-manage together. We're saying, listen, let's do this with the time that we have. And understanding that it won't always work out like this. Maybe I might forget the lunch that I packed. Then what? Then what do I do? I'm going to have to result to something else or I'm going to commit to fasting until I get home. Most of us are going to say, I'm not doing that. Fasting is hard for me. I just want to say that for anybody who's listening and understands. Fasting is not always easy, ma'am.
what I do know is this. I do know that I am thoroughly committed to seeing my family in a healthier mindset. I don't want them to be weighted down with things that they don't need to be weighted down with. I'm on my journey to lose weight. Everybody except me is in shape. I mean, they can run with the footmen, the horses, everything. They cool for school and they look good. I look good, but I'm overweight. So I'm holding myself accountable daily. I have a daily journal. And if you're interested, I have some journals that I'd be more than welcome to share with you. I would, I would. Um, But I have some journals. And I have some things that you can do that will help you. Just regular things that will help you to stay healthy and they'll help you as a family. You need some meal plans? Let's get some meal plans. Let's talk about some things that you can eat, some diets that you can have. But I really don't like thinking of it as a diet because diets are, they just feel so binding. But when I think of things like, hey, when I say things like, I am changing my lifestyle, it feels better. Because when I understand that I'm changing making life changes, I understand that I'm making a change so that I can increase my lifespan. You know, me thinking for myself, just on my level, just as an adult, I look at my husband and my five children. I look at my godchildren and the people that I love around me. I don't want to leave here before my time because I didn't take care of my body, my mind, my soul. I don't want to leave here because of that. I prefer to die of natural causes. You know what I mean? My ticker stop ticking. I go in my sleep. You know, things like that. But I just, I do not want to leave here before my time. If I can help it. Whatever I can do to take care of me, that's what I should be doing. And that's something that we want to instill in our home. We want to instill that love for self. And when I love myself, I take care of myself inside and out. Now, family, listen, you got your meal plan. You had your nice discussion. You talked about the limits that you have, even electronics, because we know electronics are frying the brain. They're keeping us from being inactive. Listen, what? family activity plan can you create come on tell me something good what can you do how often can you do it is it reasonable does it have some fun in there especially if you have younger children and if it doesn't then understand this it's not going to be something that you want to keep up with If it doesn't cater to everyone in the home, if you all haven't, you know, uh, decided on it together. I mean, say you don't want to go spend money. What can you do in the home? Can you play kickball out in the yard? I don't have a yard. What can you do? After a while, all of the excuses have to go. You can walk. Well, my, uh, my, you know, the roads around me don't have no sidewalk. Make a sidewalk, please. 
unless it's extremely dangerous, find somewhere you can go. Something you can do. Something I realize is that people will do what they really want to do. They'll do what they really want to do. But I encourage you to take some time to look at these steps. Now, if you're saying, hey, you went kind of fast, I'm driving, I'm doing this or that, and I wasn't even able to get all of those steps, the blog will be up today where you can look at the blog, go back over it, and you can have a good time. Have yourself a really good time just looking at that blog and seeing where you are. Okay? Because that's what makes it important. We want to make sure that we are talking to our children, that we are talking to our family and holding them accountable to being healthy, holding one another accountable to being healthy together. That's so super important. All right. Well, this is tied to Family Made Mom. Please go to thefamilymademom.com slash blog and you will be able to see the blog for today, which is entitled just the same as this podcast. Help. My family is overweight. We want to get to the point where we are not in a place of inactivity and being overweight. So let's find a way to do that. All right. As always, like, love, share, subscribe. Sharing is caring. Caring is sharing. And we want to make sure that we do that. All right. This is Tyler Family Made Mom. Have a blessed day. Bye bye. Hey, after hearing that podcast today, maybe you would like to go a little bit further. Maybe you as a parent, you're struggling and you're saying, hey, as a mom, I really want to do this better, but I don't always have the exact ways to do so. I need some more tips. I need some more strategies and I may need to go a little bit deeper. I want to help you as a parent and family coach. That's what I do. I help parents, teens and families find a strategy and the best way to execute it. Now, I'm not a coach, I'm not a uh, counselor or a therapist, but I am a coach and I want to help you along the way. Go to nbecoaching.com and check out the services that we have available to you. All right. Check it out today.